Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Here are some facts about butterflies. Some butterflies start off as cannibal caterpillars who eat their own siblings. Some butterflies will rape other butterflies in this thing called pupil rape. The happy caterpillar turns into a pupa and she's surrounded by a pretty little chrysalis. She's about to come out a beautiful butterfly, but she isn't the only one who knows this. A gang of shitty and disgusting male butterflies will come around because they know that she's about to come out. And sometimes they don't even wait for her to come out. The male butterfly will rip into her chrysalis when she's almost done developing and rape her while she's still trapped inside. So butterflies can be rapists too. Some butterflies will get drunk on fermenting sap and get into fights and they'll slice each other with their wings until they've torn the opponent's wings off. And some butterflies are catfish. You know, like a tinder catfish, like the tinder swindler. They start off as caterpillars that sound like queen ants. And so the ants are like, oh no, my queen! And they'll come and pick up the caterpillar and feed them. And you know, sometimes they get so hungry that they'll eat the little squirming ant babies. So you know, butterflies can be baby ant eaters. In the late 50s, secret societies were a real problem in Singapore. And interestingly enough, one of them was called the Red Butterfly Gang. And like the butterflies that we just described, they were definitely deadly. Hi, I'm Teddy and welcome to A Briefcase. Today, we're covering the Red Butterfly, an all-girl gang that terrorized Singapore in the 60s. The reason we don't know much about secret societies is because they were pretty secret. It's said that the killer in one of the first cases we ever covered, Mimi Wong, who killed her boyfriend's wife, may have been part of the Red Butterfly gang. Now, based on what we know about the gang, this doesn't seem likely, but it's a rumour that exists anyway. Now, according to RememberSingapore.org, it's said that the gang started in the late 50s, and it started with about 20 young women between 16 and mid-20s, and these ladies all worked in pretty shady occupations, like they were prostitutes, bar girls, hostesses, and it's said that they formed a gang to protect themselves against dangers like other gangs, or you know, men in general. But they ended up being the ones terrorizing their fellow women. They would threaten other waitresses, hostesses, bargles, and prostitutes for protection money. And also protection money is a bit of a weird concept because here is money from you to me to protect you from me and I guess other gangs but mainly me. So let me describe to you a red butterfly girl. So she would wear tight black clothes, which is always flattering, and they would have belts because they use their belts to whip their victims. Alright, and they would take a ring, like a finger jewelry engagement ring kind of deal, and take off the stone so only the pointy stone holder was left, and then with that, they'll attack their victims' faces. Now, even though they were a gang, they didn't really focus so much on protection money. They had a niche, they had a USP. So I'm guessing 
also because a lot of the male territory was already taken by more well-established male gangs. So they made their money mainly working for people's wives. So how did they make their money? Say you're an unhappy wife. You know your husband is cheating on you. But you can't just tell him to leave her, right? Because it just didn't work like that back then. You also need to be a nice, submissive wife. You don't talk back. Alright, so instead, you quietly go and pay the Red Butterfly Gang to go and beat up the mistress so that she would leave your husband. It's also interesting because like, wouldn't the husband just find someone else? Unless everyone heard about your willingness to, you know, beat up your husband's girlfriend or mistress. So even if he wanted to, he probably couldn't. Now you're like, oh, that seems like a pretty good deal. It's not. So how would you join the gang? They probably try to recruit you. It's like you have to be invited. So they usually recruited women who they knew didn't really like men, had bad experiences with men, or were dumped by their boyfriends or partners. And if you were recruited, you didn't really have a choice. If you didn't want to join, they would beat you up. And to be honest, the joining ceremony was kind of gross. So imagine this, you are at your initiation ceremony. They killed a rooster and they have some rooster blood in a cup, just casual rooster blood in a cup. And you have to get your blood, you have to cut yourself or something, get your blood, mix it with the rooster blood and just drink it down, which is super gross. Okay, and also you have to get a butterfly tattoo because you're part of the red butterfly gang now, right? And the tattoo would be either on your shoulder or your thigh. Now, like the Singapore airline girl Kabaya, the color of your tattoo lets everybody know what rank you are. And the highest rank would have a red butterfly tattoo. And those with red tattoos were like, oh, these are the leaders of the red butterfly gang. And they were also known as Madame Red Butterfly. There were also blue and black butterfly tattoos, but we don't know what they mean. And you know, they also had a brother gang, you know, like brother school, sister schools. And their brother gang was 108 and they usually dated other gangsters but sometimes they would also date non-gangster boyfriends and call them Romeo and when they were done with their Romeos, they would, well, set their gang or brother gang on them. Now, again, remember how we talked about different gangs having different territories? Well, the Red Butterfly Gang ran Cecile Street. While they weren't the only female gang at that time, they were one of the biggest but by the mid-60s, the police started clamping down on a lot of gangs, which is a great thing for us today. And it became illegal to be part of secret societies. So a lot of the gang members from the Red Butterfly and other gangs, they ended up in the CID, in Changi Prison, in Pulau Senang. And the gang eventually ended up dissolving. But by 1968, they tried to reform with a new leader and 30 members, which doesn't sound like a lot, but I guess... And they were going to use a different strategy this time. They were going to seduce men and then rob them, like Cardi B. But then the police stopped them, and since then, the Red Butterfly Gang, as far as we know, has been no more. So this is a short one this week, but I thought it was so interesting. Also, Cecile Street is a very CBD street nowadays, so I can't imagine a gang running the town there, like in between all the OLs and all the, the finance bros. Anyway, again, I hope you enjoyed this case. Please share it with your friends and give us a rating on Spotify or iTunes. And you can always follow us on Instagram at a briefcase podcast and online at a briefcasepodcast.com. And do join us next week 
for another brief case. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 